0: Hope you have your Halloween candy ready right here in stock. Otherwise, make a trip to the store to get some because that's really the reason you... Like this time of year, plenty of tra- chances to, uh, one, rot your teeth out with, with terrible candy or just the simple fact of Kyler enjoying the goodness that is a Twix bar, right?
1: That's what we all so, want something on Something like point. that. Something like that. That's the best part of having a child for the first time is he's I've got real trick-or-treating candy coming my way for the first time in quite some time, so should be fun.
0: The real question is, what is Keegan going to be for Halloween?
1: That's uh, it's a surprise. He's been a cowboy a couple times already, but uh, I don't know. If he's got anything up his sleeve on Wednesday, he's 10 months old, so he's got an active imagination. Yeah, there you go. Welcome inside the Eastern
0: Insider podcast. I'm Greg Sanner. He's the aforementioned Kyler Ludlow. Happy to have you along for this week's installment and uh, a big show on tapped in a, a busy couple week span that we've got here at EMU Athletics. And as always, a great chance to get in and see a lot of exciting opportunities uh, we recap last week of course it was homecoming week and a really uh, a good week for people to come back reconnect uh, to emu uh, and i know a lot of fans took the opportunity on saturday as army west point was in attendance the e-club room was packed and it really gave a lot of people some reasons to p- take pride in the green and white
1: yeah even though the weather was uh kind of crappy and it wasn't necessarily the brightest of days I mean, it was cold rainy all of the above there was still a, a very good crowd a very active crowd and uh, even though the football team wasn't able to come out on top I was a very close game down to the very end so it was exciting to watch and uh, gl- good to see that e-club room just stacked with people really it was a really fun day here at Eastern Michigan.
0: This week we take you into the inside sports a little bit more as basketball season uh, gets underway. Women's basketball, and exhibition game on Thursday night. Michigan Tech makes the long trip across the bridge and then down to Ypsilanti. They'll take on Fred Castro and his girls uh, come Thursday night, 7 o'clock. No radio or television for that, but it'll be a good first test for them before they open the year against Cleveland State. On the following week, it'll be Education Day, but lots of big things expected out of both hoop programs and uh, are really people's first opportunity to see all that is EMU basketball related comes tomorrow night at Rock the
1: Rec. Yeah, Rock the Wreck is an event that's similar to the Crash the Convo that's been here the past couple of years. Rock the Wreck has happened before, but tomorrow night the doors open around 630 uh, with some food, some music, and we'll get to hear... The marketing staff talk a little bit more in detail later on in the show about it but uh, it's the first chance to see two pretty exciting teams uh, going forward for this season
0: and then volleyball has a uh, final homestand of the year they close out the year on the road but they wrap it up against Toledo and then Mac West leading Ball State as they will bid their seniors farewell on Saturday at seven o'clock uh, it'll be uh, always a, a tearful moment when you have to say goodbye to, to a senior class. We've already seen it with soccer. We've already seen some cross-country close it out, uh, but a heartfelt moment for them.
1: Yeah, Absolutely, and this is a senior class that uh, is very decorated and one that each of the three are in the top tens of the program history, uh, Jordan Smith for kills, Mallory Regeski and assists. Alyssa LaFace in DIG. So just an amazing class. Uh, Friday night, kind of not a luau night, but it's a Hawaiian-themed night, so they'll get a chance to uh, give T-shirts away. and So a lot of fun this weekend on the volleyball front.
0: Does that mean I have to wear my Hawaiian shirt on the air <laughs> Friday night?
1: I'm, I mean, maybe. I guess so. Tune in to ESPN Plus to see what happens.
0: Yeah, I guess the the <laughs> big question mark. I guess will Greg break out the Hawaiian shirt again? <laughs> that might be a picture picture moment worth looking for. Uh, we also do have some cor- congratulations to go out to the women's cross country team. They pick up their fourth consecutive MAC championship. As Sue Parks is named Coach of the Year. They'll move on to the Great Lakes Regional now, but uh, a tip of the cap to them and the
1: 145th MAC Championship since Eastern joined the league back in 1973. Yeah, and it was awesome. Our guest from last week, who helped preview the women's cross country race, was the overall winner in Natalie Sismas. So that was awesome to see her be the name that pops up we talked about she ran first or second all year and then comes away with the mac championship looking for a ride trinity transportation as the
0: vehicle from you from luxurious motor coaches to cozy sedans Trinity transportation is prepared to take you to your destination check out their fleet of vehicles at trinitytransportation.com or call 877- 284-4200 to book today that's trinitytransportation.com or 877-284-4200 trinity transportation the official transportation provider of eastern michigan athletics you've heard kyler and i talk enough let's get down to the nitty-gritty and actually hear from the folks you've come to hear for anyways and that's chris creighton Ricky a and of course peanuts gallery on this edition of the eastern insider Second leg of a three-game homestand awaits Eastern Michigan. This week, their opponent will be the Central Michigan Chippewas. But before we uh, get fully into how CMU will be, we'll take a review of last week with head coach Chris Creighton as his team comes up short to Army West Point 37-22. Coach, a homecoming battle that uh, your team Offensively, in the second half picked it up, but uh, a first half that hard part was you just weren't able to stay on the field long enough to, to keep that time of possession in fair
2: favor that you were hoping for. Yeah, I didn't do a very good job of... The balance of letting our offense know that you've got to produce because it could be a seven minute long wait, you know, before you get the ball back and just relaxing and playing football. You know, the third play of the game, we throw an out uh, to a number three receiver, you know, for a first down. It was thrown behind him and incomplete. And you just wonder how things could have been differently if we get that first first down. And um but, you know, it was a seven-minute wait. Our defense played great, um, definitely bent, um, but didn't break, you know, holding those field goals the first three trips, you know, a quarter and a half into the game. And the lack of production offensively, we're still down 9 nothing. Uh, and so, yeah, that was the story, really. It's a tale of two halves, but just the ineffectiveness of us moving the ball and keeping the ball offensively in the first half and in our defense keeping them out of the end zone until the very end. In the second half, The story was, you know, we really weren't going to get stopped. We stopped ourselves once on the on the fumble, but scored three times, and um, they hit some timely passes uh, for you know our defense to be playing so well. They just they they got us. They were seven for eight in the air and had a couple of explosives that were uh, tough for us to overcome.
0: On, On the sideline, we know their game plan going into it to try to eat as much clock. But how?
2: Helpless does it
0: sometimes make you feel to to make to know you got them in third and whatever, and they just seem to find ways they're they 're kind of like that just little engine that could they find ways to move the sticks when they have to and just play keep away.
2: Yeah, they're good at that. You know that. That's why those two three and outs at the beginning of the second half. You know that we were playing team football. You know, just huge stops by our defense, back to back, getting the ball uh, with our special teams units in in good field position, and then we went right down and scored. uh, You know, with the one two point conversion, missed the second, but it's fourteen to sixteen. But that was uh, you know really just a half a quarter. Um, When you look at it overall, we weren't able to to get that going early nor sustain it.
0: In the second half, you're able to, as you mentioned, get that stop. Also, get a fingertip, Max Crosby, able to to get a paw on the punt that sets up a 14-yard punt, gives you the 46-yard line in Army territory, and you throw it deep and able to get the offense moving. Um, and right there, got it within two, and things seem to be heading in the right direction. Uh, decision-making behind going for the two-point uh, try that early in, in a contest.
2: Well, for obvious reasons, you know, when you're only going to get eight or nine uh, possessions, you can, uh, you've got to take advantage, you know, of the opportunity when it's there and felt as though we had, uh, you know, a good, good group of two point plays and, and, you know, we were two for three, so it wasn't perfect. Um, But uh, that, that was a, a no brainer for us.
0: This week, the opponent, the Central Michigan Chippewas, they are very good defensively. Third in the conference in total defense, the number one passing defense in the Mid-American Conference, giving up just 141 yards a contest. The hardest part, their offense hasn't been able to help out their defense, just averaging less than 300 yards and 16 points a contest. Thoughts on, on CMU's defense in their secondary that has been able to so effectively stop Teams that have been potent passing offenses.
2: They they've got the ability to play man. Um, they're they're really talented at the corner spots and safety. And but they they mix things up. And I, I think the thing that comes out, fifth fifth time playing, you know, central is they well, they've got a system. Um, and I think their players know what that uh, what their system is, and, and they coach it well. And uh, so they're able to play hard and fast. Um, they're they're really good. Um, it's going to be a big challenge for us. You know, we've shown glimpses of uh, of being great offensively, and this is one of those games where nothing's going to come easy, but we are going to have to play really good and consistent offensively in order to, to muster uh, the points necessary to win.
0: I know they're two completely different things, but you think back to last year, you had five turnovers in the game in Mount Pleasant. This year, your team has only turned the ball over a total of eight times on the year. What's the difference when teams are able to hold on to the football and not give teams extra possessions such as we saw last year the chips get up uh in their on their home field
2: Well, I'll tell you this um Army is undefeated in the last three years when they didn't turn the ball over um, so that uh is a pretty pretty awesome stat. Um, We feel as though we've done a a really good job, not perfect, of taking care of the ball and taking the ball away. Um, You know, we lost this, you know, on Saturday. Uh, We turned it over once and didn't take it away. Last year was a disaster in in those terms. Um, So just because we've done a good job of taking care of the ball, you know, the the first nine games um, doesn't mean that we will. Uh, this week. And so we have to put a lot of focus and attention on on doing just that. Um, and then conversely, taking the ball away, it'll be this time of year, probably going to be chilly out, you know, you got two defensive teams that have been playing really well. And we got a head coach who was, a you know, involved in special teams in the NFL for, for many years. Um, you know, the special teams and the turnover takeaway, all of those things are, are going to end up being what wins and loses the game.
0: And earlier, you similar situation to what you were last year. You have a chance to if win out get you into a bowl game last year, this year, a chance to get to, to six, seven wins and, and the program's third all time bowl. Do you go back and point to, to something and say anything to the effect of these were the guys that ended our, our postseason chances last year, or how do you address that kind of situation?
2: Yeah. I mean, it, uh, I mean, everybody who's on the team last year, you know, that was a, that was a tough night for us. Um, You know, for sure the week before we'd, we'd beaten Ball State pretty handily and got ourselves back in position to, you know, to go after our goal. And so this was a tough night and, um, you know, uh, you know, we'll see how much that, you know, actually motivates guys this year. It was a long time ago and whatnot, but, uh, you know, we, we know what's it. It's at stake. Uh, for us, it's not six or seven, it's five. We've won four, you know, and we want to go 1 0 this week.
0: Coach, best of luck this week against Central Michigan, the 96th all time meeting against CMU. Go, Eagles.
2: There he is, head coach Chris Creighton here on the
0: Eastern Insider podcast as we roll on after this quick break. With the Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan mobile app, you can manage your healthcare coverage anytime, anywhere any place. Download it now from the Apple or Google Play Store, an official partner of EMU Athletics.
1: Welcome back to the Eastern Insider Podcast. I'm Kyler Ludlow. I'm sitting down with the marketing staff today, Ricky Zumalin and Matt Famous Amos in the house. We've got a full couple of weeks on tap Next week, knowing we're going to do a basketball preview, these guys aren't going to get a chance to talk about stuff next week. But even before then, we've got some stuff to talk about that's going on this week here at Eastern Michigan. Now, Ricky, one of the big things to get people excited for basketball season is actually happening tomorrow night on campus.
3: Yeah, we've got Rock the Rec starting tomorrow night, uh, October 30th. It's going to be from 7 to 8 over in the Campus Rec Center. Uh, it's free admission for all fans. Really get your first glimpse of the the EMU basketball teams. Both the men and women teams are going to be out there. We'll have music, a bunch of different contest games. Uh, we're deb- debuting our season posters this year uh, at, the, at Rock the Rec. And actually, one lucky student, we were just work, finalizing that, one lucky student's going to get the chance to win $10,000.
1: Oh, man, makes me wish I was in college again. Uh, after Rock the Rec on Thursday, we've got volleyball both Friday and Saturday night this weekend but Friday night is a little bit uh, more fun to it Matt why don't you tell us about what's going on then
4: yeah so uh, Friday night's going to be our kind of beach night uh, at the convocation center Um, we've developed a really cool uh, Hawaiian t-shirt for our students so it'll be the first uh, 200 students in attendance will receive a free eastern themed Hawaiian shirt Um, it'll be great for you know the eventual spring breaks in the future and when we start getting some more warm weather here and then um We're just going to do a bunch of cool little thematic things such as, you know, tie in some lays, maybe um, uh, some other cool things. And then uh, on Saturday is going to be Senior Day. Um, We'd really like as many people out to come to that game just to celebrate a very um, strong senior class. Um, Three girls have done a lot for this program. And, um, you know, we're just excited to celebrate them on Saturday after our football game.
1: Mallory Rojewski, Jordan Smith, and Alyssa Laface, the three seniors this year, all three very accomplished, so that should be fun. The pregame festivities will include uh, them being honored so come out a little bit early for that seven o'clock match and if you're here already because you're at football, you've got a chance to enjoy some stuff uh, that we have planned out at the factory
3: yeah it's going to be a, another fun fun game out at the out of the factory I got the student tailgate as always getting ramped up, getting people excited. Um, the alumni tailgate will be out in front of the stadium. That opens at 10 a.m. Uh, Eagle Walk is at 9.45. Team arrives, come out and cheer them on as they're getting here to start the day. And then go to the alumni tailgate. That's $10. Open to the public. Um, and then the kids' zone is always a fun area. We're actually going to have a special treat for fans in the kids' zone at halftime of this game. Our men's basketball team is going to be out there signing autographs. We'll have their posters. So they're going to be signing autographs and uh, meeting with kids and fans at halftime of the football game.
1: Uh, we are a week away, barely, from basketball starting. The home opener is on Tuesday night, election night, and it's it should be a, a fun season starting out. And really the fun starts on Tuesday, November the 6th, but then on Friday uh, is the first doubleheader of the season, and that's one of the education days.
4: Yeah, so like you are saying, to start off the season, we got uh... – we're calling it the green party for the home opener, so we suggest all friends uh, come out, just rock the green if you have an I voted sticker. Um, be sure to show that to our, our ticketing staff because that will get you free admission into the game. But yeah, education day is a great opportunity for our own student athletes and the community. Um, we invite a ton of local students from all the way from K to 12. So it's a great opportunity to get them exposure to Eastern and our basketball program here. So it's definitely one of the most fun crowds of the year. So we highly suggest um, for students that don't have the traditional Friday classes, um, come on out, enjoy watching our guys throw down some dunks. I mean, all week there's gonna be highlight reel um, with our matchups against Rochester and, and Drexel. Yeah, so it's gonna be a, a great, great two games to start off the season.
1: So the men's tip-off on that Friday is 11 a.m., and the women follow afterwards at
3: 1.30. Yeah, it's going to be a really fun event. You know, we're having lunch specials out, you know, getting students out here, getting faculty out here that maybe not wouldn't necessarily come to a game on a weeknight otherwise, but because it's a, in the middle of the day, a you know, $6 lunch special gets you a uh, drink, chips, and a slice of pizza from Little Caesars here in the Comication Center.
1: Wonderful. Well, guys, thanks so much for taking time out of a pretty busy schedule for joining us, uh, Ricky, Matt. Let's uh, have a good week. Right,
3: thanks, thanks Kylie.
5: Hey, guys, this is Nicole Remedios, and this is another edition of Peanuts Gallery. Today we are joined with...
6: Willie Parker.
5: Hey, Willie. Hey. Um, so first, you're on what team?
6: I play football.
5: Nice. What position?
6: I play running back.
5: And have you ever played any other positions besides running back?
6: Well, in l- high school, I played almost everything.
5: So you're just Except-
6: all-star. No, 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 no. I'm all right. <laughs> I, I didn't play center, and I didn't play anything on the offensive line, actually. So I take that back.
5: <laughs> you're fine. What class are you, Willie?
6: Uh, redshirt sophomore.
5: Nice. And where are you from?
6: Tampa, Florida.
5: Florida. That's uh, pretty far away. Why did you decide to come to Eastern?
6: Because um, I enjoyed everything that they had to offer on my official visit, except the cold.
5: <laughs> Not used to the cold weather? No. no. Um, so, something you're kind of known for are your Taco Tuesday little dance videos. Mm-hmm. What's your go-to Taco Tuesday order?
6: Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> so, look, first off, this is how the day starts. It's okay. Tuesday. You wake up to Daddy Yankee. You dance a little bit. You brush your teeth. Oh, Oh, Gasolina.
5: Sing a little bit. Come oh, no, on. No, I
6: can't do all that. Oh, all right. It's too much. It's, I need $2 for that. That's an
5: exclusive.
6: Mm-hmm. So you wake up, you know, Daddy Yankee, you know what I'm saying? Then you come to practice, and got to find Richard, and I have a special, special, special Taco Tuesday playlist. Oh. Okay. And we make a dance to it with my Taco Tuesday hat.
5: Yeah, where'd you get this hat from?
6: Um, my friend Marla. Oh. But um, back to the question, though. Uh go to May's, I get the chips and salsa, cup of water, and four tinker chicken tacos with no onions.
5: And then that's just...
6: And Cholula hot sauce.
5: Oh, okay, okay. You have to have the hot sauce. Yeah. It's, like, yeah. essential. Yes. Got it. Um... Also, I hear you want to start a petition for Mike Willie Up to have a mic on for practice.
6: Yeah, yeah. So I just want to get mic'd up for practice because...
5: You have a lot of things to say. A
6: lot. Words of
5: wisdom to spread.
6: A lot. You know, my friend Kevin McGill thinks he's a lot cooler than me, and I find that hard to believe. So I just want to show off that I'm cooler than him.
5: I think everyone here can agree you're cooler. Thank you. Yeah.
6: I'm glad he's going to hear that one.
5: (laughs) Another uh, cool hobby you do is photography. Mm-hmm. So you just how'd that get started?
6: Well, the year started, and I guess everyone likes to do something new for the year. So I decided to get good at something else, which was taking pictures. Yeah, and it's been going good. If you need somebody to take pictures of you, hit me up or hit Rich up at Whole Lot of Pics on Instagram. <laughs>
5: Do you do anyone or mm-hmm. anybody? Athletes, anybody. anyone? Anybody. So Katie here, if she wants a little photo shoot, I got you. You hit Willie up.
6: I got you too. Whatever <laughs> y'all need.
5: Um, Halloween's coming up. Is this one of your favorite? Yes. Seasons? Yes. Yeah. Yes. What's your favorite costume? Like, what have you been? That's been top three.
6: Okay, okay. See, so that's a harder. That's a harder question. Um, cause I don't remember. <laughs>
5: When you go trick-or-treating, anything? What have you been?
6: Been a football player. <laughs> my my last costume, my costume from last year is exclusive. I can't say all that. Um, <laughs> it's X-rated. Um, but we're going to talk about this year. Okay. This year, I'm going to be Kanye West.
5: Wow. Because
6: I'm going to be Kanye West with um, SAP. She's going to be Kim K.
5: Oh wow, so you got a little duo thing going.
6: Yep.
5: That's that'll be fun. That's and it. then Halloween movies.
6: Oh, definitely Halloween. Or or hold up. So you got The Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. Which is kinda a Halloween movie. Not really a Halloween movie because it's Nightmare Before Christmas. But you got all the Halloween movies. You have all the nightmare on Elm Streets. You Friday the thirteenth, obviously. Obviously. And kinda anything that's on Netflix.
5: Yeah. So you like scary movies? Mm-hmm. Those are your my go to. Go to. All right, really? Well, good luck the rest of your season. Appreciate it. This was Nicole Medios, and this is Peanuts Gallery.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of the Eastern Insider. As always, you can re listen on emueagles.com or find us on any way you listen to this podcast. It was brought to you by Candy Cane Wireless. Do you want to eat something better than ramen? Come to Candy Cane Wireless, or your local Boast mobile dealer and get all the data and hotspot you need to feed your brain while having plenty of money left over to eat more than noodles. Boost Mobile by Candy Cane Wireless located at 3033 Packard Street in Ann Arbor.